what does it do? I don't know what the sting didn't work last week, everyone. I'm sorry. Oh, we're right. Welcome to the Hot Flush, the premiere podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined by your host, Mrs. Rug, and my good friend, Mrs. Berry. Hello, everyone. Hello to all our new, new listeners. listeners. Why do we have new listeners? Because our beautiful friend, Noreen Young, who called Mrs. Wooger sour cunt. Yep. <laughs> was that what it was? No, sad cunt. Yeah, so, so that's two C words in the first 30 seconds, yep. honestly, and we won't say it again. No, I'm not making any promises whatsoever. If you are a delicate flower, that's probably your warning, but... This might not be the podcast for you. (laughs) Uh, So Noreen was on The Drum earlier this week on ABC TV with the incredible Julia Baird, who if I ever actually met her in person, I would be struck dumb because she's just such an incredible journalist and writer. I'll come back to something about Julia Baird in a minute. Okay, I'll just bow down before her. Also, she has a dog that was meant to be like a medium-sized dog, like one of a schnoodle or a, you know... Cavoodle or a Labradoodle or something. And, and instead, what she actually seems to have is a very hairy Shetland pony. They were discussing um, a book by Ginny Mansberg. Oh, yeah, sorry, back to the actual story. Sorry. Um, called The M Word, which is a book that's recently come out and it is. Possibly, you talked about it, didn't you? Yeah, I know. And we, I mean, we talked about it. She sent it to me. Talking over you, sorry. <laughs> I should have bought my cattle prod. <laughs> Anyway, um, go and get this book. It's about everything menopause, but it's not. It's it's written in a way that you don't get lost. It's very good, and you can flick through it. You're like, I'm going to kill someone today, and it will have a chapter on why do you feel like you need to do that. It doesn't give you actually tips and tricks as to how to kill someone. No, it tells mm. you why you're thinking that way. Mm. There's star. lots of books out. One there. star will not recommend. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> book. Thank you, Jenny, and we're going to try and get you on the show soon. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> Julia Baird. Now, I just want to. Uh, uh, okay, how do I say this? During the week, I wrote a piece on. Um, Hello, yes. Yes. Use your words. I can't. You know how you got the brain fog? I'm day yes. two, mate. Give me oh, a break. Okay. Uh, Karen. I wrote a piece on Karen and how um, I said something about Karen a few weeks ago, and I got an email from a lady. She called Karen and she said I want to know why there's all this Karen bashing about so I did some research and I wrote during the week about Karen and an open apology to Karen because it's not their fault and if you were born in the 60s there's a high chance your name was Karen or Or Susan or Becky oh right and um, so I wrote a piece and today in the Sydney Morning Herald she's gone one up and written a piece about Karen which is actually really good and sensible and not stupid Oh. But I do like to think that she took she she was inspired inspired because I had quite a few people contacting me going oh my god and I'm like well she's probably taken three weeks to write that that's just a coincidence but we, <laughs> but we all get our inspiration from somewhere we do and do you know there's actual research that shows about how we do that because often when a musician will end up saying you stole my song or you and the the other musician is legitimately like huh I did not. But that we put all those things down in our brain yeah. on such a subconscious level that we don't realise. No, you store an idea away and all of a sudden it will come up. I mean, but my column, have, to be honest, was inspired by an email I got. Yes. Um, it's very similar to the time I said to the Wasband, uh, I'd really, I, what about, like, I really want to make 
a movie, okay, like because you know I'm quite dream big, dream big. Um, I want to write like imagine a movie like about the world, like a world through the eyes of an ant, like and you know that they have families and dramas and all the you know stuff that happens to them. And literally, three months later, out came the movie Ants. DreamWorks totally stole my idea. Totally. Because it would only take three months to make oh, a movie. Make an anima- and make an animation. Three months? Knock that together in an afternoon. How was your week, Kim? Oh. It was, it was a big week. Last week was an intense week. And then this week was busy. It involved a little bit of travel for work that I don't understand why I do not look like Twiggy or Elle McPherson or whoever the thinnest current wellness entre- you know, um, influencer looks like for the amount that I sweated in the, I don't know, however many hours I was there, 12 or something. So where were you? I went to Lismore. Yeah. So Humidity factor? Oh, uh, uh, I don't know, 4,000%. It was, and it was raining, like... Not and not drizzle like torrential rain. Like you could have like, been in Nam. Yeah, it was it's also raining now. Yeah, I think that's why Oscar's bringing your washing in one-handed God because God help him if he uses the hand where the thumb doesn't work. <laughs> the rest of the hand doesn't work either, apparently. Um, yeah, so I had to be at the airport at seven, so we were leaving at five thirty, but for some reason, Rob was faffing around, and I just took my eye off the prize and was. Just making lunches, even though there was and no time for lunches. Let's be honest, you, you're not known for your punctuality. I know, but airport stuff, mostly. I'm very good. Anyway, so we didn't leave until quarter two, six. I had to, the plane was leaving at seven. And I went, yeah, no. This is not good. And then I basically just drove like a rally driver. Mm. And we got from Narrabeen to Sydney Airport in 45 minutes. Unheard of. Unheard of. Mind you, like, Rob was just like, I was only scared for a few bits. <laughs> ah. Anyway, so then I, and then I just cut in on the line through security. This woman hissed at me that there was a line, and I was just like... Did you say, yeah, no shit, Karen? <laughs> I know. It was just like, she was wearing clothes and colours and patterns that fought. I couldn't even engage. <laughs> And then I got on the plane and I swear for pretty much the entire like hour and a half to Brisbane, no, Gold Coast, I just sweated. Like it just poured off me like a tap. And then it didn't stop. Like the whole day, it was just like, I don't know how to actually even articulate it. It wasn't like you'd get like a little thing and a trickle. It was like my whole body was, was just like water being pushed out through a, I don't know what. It was really... It actually made me quite anxious, which of course then made it worse. <laughs> uh, factory tour. I'm sitting in the back of a fucking minivan interviewing a CEO, and then sweat and sweat and sweat. It's just not. It wasn't For great. those who are new, Kim edits a food and beverage, beverage manufacturing, manufacturing trade, and I am a trophy um, wife. Yes, this is correct. She is a published author and incredibly sick. I mean, you are one of those people that can actually wear coral. I, I can't, that's not my colour. Colour is not your colour. No. 
blue or navy blue or black. Anyway, so that was when that was Wednesday, and that sort of really, I think, was just a really big day. And then we had an invite to the opening of a swanky bar, which was actually through Rob, not through me. So he kind of had to go because his workmates had invited him. So we did that. Then we went to the when we went to Mr Wong, which is oh yes, 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 the scene of my. Barley belly hangover. What? When, yes, so I got off the plane, went straight to a family event at Mr. Wong. Yeah. And before I'd gotten on the flight at Dempasar, I thought, I'm going to have a little cheeky gin and tonic. Yeah. Yeah. And you reckon? The ice. <gasps> the ice. So by the time I got to Mr. Wong's and they said, oh, would you like a drink? And I said, no. And they all looked at me as if, like. Like what was, what's happened? What's happened to her? Yeah. Um, I didn't know she'd gone on a, you know, all, health retreat. All the delicious food kept coming out and I was like, yeah. And then, yeah. So Rob and I went after the drinks. <laughs> I've never been. Because I have a funny thing with Mary Vale. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I kind of think. You know they're not paying this stuff properly. Well, aren't they? No, I don't know. They all don't. No. It seems. But I just always think it's all very cookie cutter. You know, and but then you actually go to a Maryvale venue and you go, "Fuck, they know their shit." Like mm. this is exactly what people want, and the food's amazing. And I mean, it's Let's expensive. Let's not give him any more mm. press, please. So it's Chinese, if anyone's wondering, and but fancy Chinese, fancy Chinese. And Rob and I were a bit hungry, so ordered enough for probably six people. Yeah, but um, that was really lovely. And then I got home and went, "This that all of that was a bad idea. I should have come home straight from the airport and gone to bed." Because you're already quite hysterical. I was because I only had three and a half hours sleep the night and before. I, and I even remember messages you saying, "Go home." Yes, you did. And it was Thursday last week that I had the hysterical tears breakdown because I was too tired. So now I've done it two weeks in a row. So basically, I've formed a habit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, and that's coming from me, who likes to be tucked up, ninety nine by nine thirty. Yeah, it's very you're, yes, but you're very sensible. Um, okay, now... Do you want to know how my week was? No, not yet. Because I wanted to say one more... I just want to say one thing about the concept of travelling for work. Because I used to always be really envious of people that got to travel for work. I used to think, oh my God, imagine getting flown places for your job. Like, how amazing. (laughs) And then I used to always feel for my friends who had husbands who travelled for work and that they just got to swan off and go and do la-di-da and, you know. And now I realise... That's bullshit. It just wrecks you. It wrecks you. Wrecks you. We've got a um a rule in this house because Mr. Wu used to do a Melbourne day day a trip, and he'd come home and he'd be just like so. Now the rule is if you do have to do an interstate trip, it's an overnighter. Yeah, either the night before or the night after because yeah. it's too much. Well, actually, my my yeah my boss is uh, like that's her sort of rule yeah. as well. But we actually we both decided that just go for the day because I was coming back. I, well, I was meant to arrive back in Sydney. That must be so interesting for you. Oh, no. I was meant to arrive back in Sydney at like 4.30 and then the flight was delayed. Of course it was. Because storms, of course, because we're in the fucking tropics. And it was just like, ah. Uh, and apparently a plane that afternoon, a Jetstar, was cancelled after he tried to land three times. Can you imagine being in that plane and trying to land three times and then pulling out again? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Not great. Not anyway, good. how was your week? My week was pretty good. Um, I think the low light was when I had an absolute hissy fit in the middle of canteen duty. Because <gasps> yes. it was that hot, you, did, you told me that day. You, I think you and had was, a word with a I was, student. Yeah, I'm not going to bring that up because that wasn't a finer point. Do not Honest moment. Someone I'll fuck with. Um, 
But, uh, and I was standing next to the pies, serving pies, sweating, sweating, sweating. Uh, poor Mrs. Goodman had an actual 100% A++ hot flush. So we had to pop her into the cooler room for a bit because she was not well. Like, she was purple. Shit. Yeah. Um, whereas <clears throat> I just, like, at one point everyone was barging into me and I said, Too many people, too many people, go away, go away! And I had my tongs in the air. Um, wasn't my finest um, moment. Here's a tip, high schools. Put a call room in. Put well a call with a couch in it. Have like because where mothers of teenagers are mid forties, and it's not nice to stand next to a pie oven. Someone made an interesting comment on our on the uh, Vicky made it actually, saying that she doesn't get so much of the mood swings and the rage but she basically constantly feels like she's in an oven whereas some women who get the rage and the mood swings don't get as many hot flushes well, i'm going to research this this week i'm i'm the full gamut you you encompass well that's because you're the valedictorian of <laughs> perimenopause i just bow down in the shadow of your glory of peri- perimenopausalness I get the hot flushes, I get the murderous mood swings. But you know what? I'll tell you a funny story what happened to me this week. It was only yesterday morning um, and it was after school and I was lying on my bed in the air conditioning because it was very warm. Yes. Um, and the kids came through the back door. And yes. the big one um, came into my room and how was your day, how was your day? And I'm sitting there eating like handfuls of Chico's, you know, the chocolate jelly. Yes. I saw you eating those and I had to go out and buy some. I know. And Influencer. I work, and our new guy in our team is American. He's never even heard of them. And I gave him one and he was like, oh my God. Can we Can we? Sorry, back put to down you. in our notes, approach Chico's? Okay. Anyway, <coughs> my kids are so attuned with me now that he said to me, period. I went, yes. Because they notice, because I don't eat sweets and lollies and uh, I don't drink sugary drinks and all that stuff. But like when I'm like a day or two before my period, yeah. I will get in my mind something and I will go and get it. And then uh. they will notice like some Fanta in the fridge. Yeah, and, and they'll like, go, period? Uh, yes. Yeah. They'll go, red flag, red flag. You're not the most... But I bet they don't then do things to help you. Like they no, might... they know they they know. Oh, they keep do. Away. Oh, yeah. Oh, they just keep away. Oh, they but they don't away. do things like make dinner without you asking. No, 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 no. The little one does that. Uh, the little well, one he's does the that. Favorite. Oh, it's. Well, I'll come back to that in a minute because Ooh. I'm seriously might as well be dating the deputy principal at our local high school. The <laughs> amount of times I've spoken to him and it's been three weeks. Three times in three weeks. Someone, wow. Someone needs to seriously have an attitude adjustment. Oh. But I want to just finish off the Chico stories by saying, after I'd eaten a whole packet of Chico's, oh, like, dear. just the handfuls, like, like I was Pac-Manning those. <laughs> <laughs> and I was sucking down the juices and, oh, can we go and get some? I'll send someone up to get some now. Because, um, fuck you, twisties. Anyway, I look on the back of the packet. Laxative effect. No. Oh. Serving suggestion. Two? Four. Four. That is what they consider a healthy serving suggestion. I, I'd eat more than four, four in one go, no, like was, in one mouthful. I was doing like mainlining six in each cheek <laughs> at one point. <laughs> They've got the best texture. I know, and they're people like, ew, and I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. Don't yeah. lolly shame me. <clears throat> I do love a Chico. Chico's. Hey, on the same theme, for a number of months now, I've just had this hankering in the afternoon at work, you know, I have like a cup of tea at three o'clock and I've always just like wanted a bicky, but nothing oh. fancy. 
Like, I just want like an arrowroot. Which is basically baby food, you know that. Yeah. I remember when you had babies and you'd yeah. give them an arrowroot and they'd, they'd be them done for half an I hour. I know. Yeah. And that's when I, they first came back into the house. Was suddenly you just go, well, you had arrowroots as a kid, so you give them to your kids as a kid. And then you have one and they go, fuck, that's a good biscuit. With butter on it. Well, you can do butter. I'm quite happy with them plain. And so, Bit dry. So my, I was having a chat with my with my colleague Doris, and I said, "Doris, yeah, Doris. she's young, excellent, but she's she's a wog. So her mum's they her parents wanted to call her Dolores, and her brother, who's ten years older than than her, just went, "No, you can't call her Dolores, but I like Doris, and so they called her Doris." And what did she have to say when <clears> you anyway? So I said an arrow, she goes, oh, and I said, "Oh, maybe a nice biscuit." What are the nice biscuits? They're oh, the ones with the sugar. The sugar. Okay, right. And because you pronounce it nice, like a French nice. city. Nice. You know it's called you know, it's nice. nice. It's a nice nice. It's a nice biscuit. Uh, so I trotted down to our local Woolworths at work. What a shit show. Total shit show. There was like, there was milk coffee. Now, Arrot, Arrots, Arnots have to have a good long hard look at themselves and they've just been taken over. So I'm hoping there's a little look at what the product range is. Bugger off with the milk coffee and re-put the... Arrowroot back into there. If they even so look at the caramel crown line. Oh, I don't think that would... I don't think anyone would look at the caramel crown line. I haven't had a caramel crown in years. Do you know how good they are? No, not really. Mint slice? Oh, they're my favourite. Yeah. Do you, like, bite around the edge of the mint slice and then try and get the chocolate yeah, off the of top of the do. mint and then eat it like a proper person? Anyway, when so you get I When went. you get the top deck, do you eat the white top off the top and then the bottom? I don't... What's I'm, that noise? I don't know. What noise? It's the aircon. It's not the buffering. Hang on, let me just... What buffering? That's yeah. the dog barking. Oh, okay. Anyway, train um, of thought is lost. I know. So I went to very, I went to a lot of different places and uh, yeah, no arrow. So I had to go back to the Woolworths and I got some scotch fingers, and which were actually really quite good. I'd forgotten that a scotch finger is quite nice. Do you know what I like? Ginger nuts. Oh, ginger nuts are great. They didn't have those either. I can't do that because I'm getting root canal at the moment. So oh, yes. Well, like, that's the thing now. I don't need a ginger nut anymore because I'm 47 and my teeth are going to fall out. Well, you know, I'm also obsessed with the Haribo wine gums. I can't have them either because I've got too many fillings. Oh. oh God, we've talked about food a lot. I know. Um, the, so the final word on that is we got the scotch fingers and the milk coffees and they're just perfect. You just have a milk coffee like with a cup of tea and it's good. Anyway, um, scotch fingers though, they're little now. I reckon they've taken about a quarter of the size off them. Probably like three grams, but it feels like a quarter. Do you know what else I did this week? Oh, I can't imagine. I bought two sleeveless dresses. Good. Oh, thank God. Now, can we just talk about this for a second? Because I'm a big advocate of getting the gums out right because it's too hot. We are too old and we are too sweaty. And for some reason, so many people are frightened of wearing sleeveless tops because they worry their arms look like ham hocks. And I say to you... Mine do. I say to you... Who cares? We don't live in a climate that doesn't like. I know. Like, as so like, tell us about your dresses, but keep it short. Yeah. So I bought two, <laughs> and one of them's green. Keep it short, please. <clears throat> one of them's green. Everyone lost their ever-loving mind about it. Loved it. Wore it to Lismore. All I got all day, despite my whinging and like, holy fuck, I'm so hot. All anyone said was, oh, "That color on you. Oh, you look so good. Oh, that's amazing." So that was very lovely. Thank you, everyone, for your love. Um, and then the other one, though, which I. It, I knew it was brown. I knew it was brown. I didn't realise how brown. 
And I wasn't going to get it, but I was like, no, I need some sleeveless dresses. I'm dying. Because this was quite soon after the tears last week of crying because I was so hot and my body was just so hot. Did you not buy the Dick Duper ones? No, because they didn't have my size. No XXS. No. (laughs) Yeah, no. It's just when they stop, like, you know, they're just going to think about all bunny sizes. (laughs) Um, Yes. So, I... I put the brown one, I pulled the brown one out of the packet and just went, oh boy, that that's like brownie uniform brown. Like, like it wasn't top. It wasn't. It, uh, was, it was mission brown. Mission brown. Mission brown. It is the emoji poo brown. <laughs> and I put it on, and of course it's a line. So I literally looked like a human poo emoji. And someone wasn't afraid to let her know. Oh, I knew. <laughs> I was just like, I think. I think it's right. And then Rob actually said it out loud. <laughs> he went, it looks a little bit like a poo emoji. And I was like, oh, that's done. Sticking to the theme of food and beverage, we're going to do a booze review now. Kim is a bit sick today, but I know that she will I'll power through. Do it. So I'm going to uh, put this on our stories now. Oh, okay. Booze reviews is when I choose a particular uh, brand <clears throat> of thusly undrunk. Uh, un- and I put it in um, a sock. sock. And again, we've all, this is a bit of a favourite sock. I'm a delicate fucking flower. Delicate fucking flower. So now, without opening, she has to open the top of the uh, thing, squeeze it, open it, smell it, taste it. This is all happening live. Oh. Initial thoughts. <laughs> it, sm- it smells a little bit like Pinoclean. Okay, and having a sip. Oh, and a glug. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a bit like a pine... It's a bit like a pine lime. Pine lime. Well, you sort of look like you're enjoying it. So would you like to unveil to everyone what it is for this week's... Stop it! (laughs) This week's booze reviews is... Drumroll, please. Oh, I don't. (laughs) Hang on. You have to stop because it stopped. This is also fascinating. <laughs> oh, you're from recording. <laughs> okay, take it off and let's go. This week's Are you ready? is brought to you by Vodka Cruiser Lemon Lime. Zesty Lemon Lime. It's actually quite nice. Do you know what? I've never had a Vodka Cruiser before. Okay, mind blown. Really? Yes, I have never had a vodka cruiser, so I'm I'm excited about this. I used to buy them when I think I only had I think maybe only Oscar was I had Oscar or maybe just the two little boys, and I'd buy them and then just get it's a bit different from royally that. hammered. Royally hammered. Um, it's a bit different from last week. We had French champagne, but we're going back to our roots. Yeah. Um. Oh my God! How have I not told you this yet? Hang on, let me just. Oh, slam it down like the solo man. Well, that because it tastes like solo. Yeah. No wonder you see so many of those in parks. That's delicious. <laughs> it is actually very nice. It's only four point six percent, you know. Mm. Um, um, so, uh, Vodka Cruiser Lemon Lime can recommend. Guess what happened in our house this week? What? I have air conditioning in my bedroom. Like, now that to me is like very exciting news because we're only going to talk about this for a minute because we've already covered off you sweating for most of the podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us how that came about and what happened. Uh, Rob got sad at seeing how miserable I was all the time in the heat. 
And he was like, this is ridiculous. And then we went to um, uh, one of our craft brewery places that we like called Nomad last weekend and they had an air con and I was sitting under it and he walked back from the bar and he was like, look at you, look at how happy you are. And I was like, what? And he goes, you're just cool. And I was like, has it been that long that you haven't seen me? Like, happy? Anyway, so the guy came over on Thursday and uh, just a very inappropriate comment, but uh, Northern Beaches tradies, am I right? I've heard. Ah, right. Anyway. uh, When they're not stoned, they're surfing. (laughs) But let me just tell you, they scream like a girl when they drill through the water main and it pours out all over them and all over my bedroom. Anyway, it's all fine. It's all fine. This is why the you should, plumber came. You should never go with the lowest quality. I was kid. not. No, no. We've used him before. He's a wonderful, lovely guy. And anyway, and, and apparently quite hot. And yeah, yeah. And his his offsider was just like, hi, oh, like just. That's like Neroli's neighbour across the road. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, when he gets his shirt off and mows, she rings everyone. We are disgusting. <laughs> oh, so sorry. This is such reverse sexism, but we have hundreds, we have millennia to well, catch up on. you know what? It's about time we clap It's back. millennia that yes. we have to catch up on. So come at us. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't at us. Um, and so anyway, yes, so there's a little issue about water in the bedroom. But it's all fine. And now, like... Today, I went up there and the curtains were drawn and the air con was on and it was like, it was like a cooler room. It was like a black box cooler room. That's what I, I live just, in. And I just went in there and I just lay down and Rob came up later and he goes, I made you a retreat. And I went, you so did. It's just perfect. I just don't think you can live in our climate now without air conditioning, which is just awful because it means that we're using power, which means that we're... I know it's a vicious cycle, but yeah. But it's an air conditioning and you know, cycle. And you know... <laughs> And you know me and my whole, you know, environmental thing, but yeah, it's she just, I'm sorry. As I drink through a straw and have two air conditioning units in my house, yeah, just talk to yourselves. Talk to your hand or something, whatever that line is. Um, okay, another big story. We took the Berry bus in for a service this week. Yes. And we said to the guys, you need to tell us straight, like how... How, how long has she got? How long has she got? What do we need to do? The very What's... bus is a very old black. <sighs> She's 12. It's a bit like the pedo van. Yeah, yeah, it's a transporter. Yeah. It's a vol- But it's not, it is not a multivan. It is the version before the multivan. So it's not, there is nothing fancy about it. It's basically a commercial vehicle that they just sort of put some modifications on, right? It's got plastic flooring, which I actually wanted. But uh, yeah, she's she's a, a six months older than Grover, so she's yeah. almost thirteen years Towards old. Towards the end of her, and uh, there's a few things going on with her, you know, like the I like these cruises. I know the central locking sort of sometimes works. Uh, some lights come on on the dash that we don't really seem to know why. Oh, yeah, um, yeah so, you know, she's she's get to the point. So he said, "Look, <laughs> you could spend ten to fifteen thousand dollars on this vehicle." And he said, and then you'd probably have to spend it all again. Like, as this and this and this. You really need to yeah. start looking. So, the Berry bus is on its way out. And the quest now for the Barchermobile is on. What's the Barchermobile? It's the Berry Archermobile. The Barchermobile. So, if anyone has some hot tip, and this is, okay, this is the quandary. Get a Toyota. 
I want a Toyota, and I'm like, we still need to be able to fit everyone. Toyota Kluger. No, because the the seventh the back row of seats is too small for adults. Can't fit adults in it. If you've got an idea of what sort of uh, car Kim could get, or if you are indeed a car dealership who'd like to sponsor the <gasps> what's it called the the Bartramobile, the Bartramobile, get in touch with our publicist Suhol. Yeah, um, I think we're... I want a Toyota Turbo. Well, just get one. And like with. Do you know they don't make them anymore? Oh, really? Well, yeah. You're not going to buy a brand new car anymore. No, no, no. It's just going to... No. Stupid. Yeah. No, no. Get a, something secondhand. And I found one, but it's in Dubbo. Because you've never been afraid of a road trip before. No, I've never been afraid just of a road trip. Just take the very bus up to Dubbo. You guys, do you want to do a trade-in? And I went... I don't... I said I really hadn't actually thought of it. I kind of just thought we'd drive her off a cliff. I didn't actually think anyone would want anything of her. Or take her wheels up and put her up on cinder blocks in your front lawn. Oh, my God. Can you imagine how much mum would love that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Anyway, so, yeah, everyone, you are here. You have heard it first. The Berry Bus. She's. Do you know talking about cars is akin to talking about um, your dreams? dreams. Yeah, so can you just stop it? Okay. Um, What about when you're sick? What's your favourite food or your comfort or the thing that you go to when you're sick? Um, uh, last week, um, I had lots of friends drop food around to me because of my ongoing teeth, teeth. issue. So I'd have to say um, Neroli's Greek stew, which you've had. Yes, delicious. Um, the Mrs. Goodman's chicken noodle soup. I'm making that when I go home this afternoon. And I like a bit of dirty bird. Oh, interesting. Mm. Um, but I like that when I'm not sick too. Yeah, true. Yeah. Chicos. It's kind of weird that when I do actually get really sick, I crave, like, I want junk food. Yeah. And I think it's because your body doesn't have to process it. Yeah. Like, like it's a so processed. Shake. Uh, like, just a, yeah, cheeseburger. Yeah. Oh, well, you know. Well, that's a given. You know, I can mainline one of those every day. But, um, Vegemite toast. Yeah, good. Vegemite toast. Love it. And fruit. I just want fruit and Vegemite toast. Yep. Random. And, anyway. and vodka cruiser lemon lime zesty. And those vodka lemon lime taste zesty lemon limes are... Uh... Oh, and one last thing before we go on to readers' questions. My God, have I hogged the mic yes, today? Yes, you have. In a pro- the, okay. s- the switchboard is lighting up. <laughs> on the complaints. list. On the list this week. Kim talks too much. Inappropriate seasonal clothing. So it rained in Sydney last week. It rained a lot. Our dams are now bursting and, we, you know, blah, blah, blah. So women are suddenly getting around because in coats and scarves. Okay. And it's just, like, no, it just rained and it's overcast. That doesn't mean it's cold. Okay, shut up and look at the women who are wearing the coats and scarves. They're young. They're not our age. They're young people who equate with rain with coldness. Whereas I was walking around wearing a singlet and hot pants. Oh, how was Happy Puffy this week? Oh, back to Huffy Puffy. Huffy Puffy is my personal trainer, whose name is Karen. And, um, yeah, yes, uh, can't really walk well. No. Walking like the Tin Man. But, good, thanks for asking, but that's also really boring. Really? I don't like talking about exercise. No, I guess not. Only if I have an accident. Well, it was quite good that you were lying down so you didn't vomit. I like that. Yes, I had to do that afterwards. Yeah. Okay, we're going to move on to readers' questions, and this is one of our favourite parts of the show because we get to pretend that we know shit. <laughs> and we are going to try and get through as many as we can. Are we? I thought you were going to, like, select some. Well, we didn't do that. <coughs> Julia, Julia asks, how do you keep the magic alive in your long-term relationship? It is harder with teenagers 
It then, is harder with teenagers than toddlers as they know what we were up to. Well, I'm only, I've only been with Rob for three and a half years, so... No, what she's saying is... You can't go and have sex during the day. It's just rude. Like the teenagers, if they, so they know. Who cares? We've got a code. It's called we're having a financial <clears throat> meeting. Really? <laughs> Everyone knows what that means. Really? Because I don't feel like doing it at night because I want to sleep. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. So, like, I'm just popping off to Dad to have a financial meeting with Dad. and that's, But my kids are out all the time as well. I mean, yeah. you know, so with toddlers it's easy because you just pull a chair in front of the door and you'll go away. But with teenagers, why don't you just never? No, you home just talk weekend. about it. Just, just have it out there. I know, and then they can cringe and they'll never be home. Uh, Sonia, yeah. congrats on the new members. You two should be proud. Building an army of sweaty, ranting, powerful, sleepy, sometimes bloated women. Yes. Get out doesn't stand a chance. I tell you what, I fucking ro- I love you, Sonia, because I loved this comment. Um, and if you've watched The Handmaid's Tale, you will know exactly what the I name because we are conniving. Yes. I've, I'm still only on the second episode, but I love it. That's disappointing. Um, yes, Sonia, that's so true. It is. It's like our sweaty, ranty army. I know. Sweaty, randy, we powerful won't be army. Beaten. That should be our theme song. We won't be beaten. But I don't know I what don't... the rest of the song's about. I think it's something about macho. <laughs> anyway, okay, that's um, Diane, the humidity, how I hate that word. Oh. While sweating in my coolest cotton t shirts, wet with sweat adhered to my back in the kitchen last night, I expressed with my husband my deep misery. I'm so hot and sweaty, I'm over this heat. And his cocky replied, wearing a light, <laughs> lightweight jumper. I'll oh, come off it. It's cool tonight. I raged at him like a devil. I won't give details. No jury will convict you, Diane. Um, is he a moron? Like, uh, uh, like, look, one of my things, and this is what I was talking to Noreen about before she went on the drum. I said, what would be really helpful? A, we're all starting to talk about it. Yeah. Rather than just trying to battle through it on our own. But there's enough out there now that our partners and our children and our friends, instead of when we're doing whatever we're doing, when we're not coping, whether that's completely flying off the handle and being irrational or just sweating and crying in a corner, is what can I do to help you feel mm. better? Mm. What can I do to make this better? Don't sit there and roll your eyes at her and, and just go, oh, you know, she's still complaining about the weather. What can I do? Like, he could get in the fucking kitchen and maybe wash up or maybe make dinner. Or maybe just go, God, I'm so sorry. Yes. I'm so sorry, honey. Let me get you a wet washer to put on the back of your neck. Yeah. We need to educate. We've got to, yeah. Okay. Insomnia from Mari, okay? We've gone over this a few times, but we'll go over it again. Waking up at 2 a.m., staring at the ceiling until 4. Any holistic remedies? No way. <laughs> Jesus, just throw as many drugs as you can, Marie. But she Marie. can't do drugs and be dopey oh. the next day. Well, oh, that's a point, yeah. Okay, so if I have to be on the next day, um, so I can't go and take a nip of scotch and the rest of it. Yes. Um, <laughs> I try not to panic. Yes. The f- the worst thing you can do is start going, holy shit, I can't sleep. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Just say, I'm talk- awake. Yeah. And we talked about this the other week. And about try the- and clear your mind. Try not to think. Some of the meditation music. And yes. just put it on next to your pillow, just yeah. on soft. Try and get out of your own yeah. head. Um, who else is loving... I love this from Lisa. Who else is loving 2020 except for the humidity? Of course, 2018, 29 sucked ass. Way better. Well, I... Last year sucked ass for me too. So this year is quite early on. Um, 
the summer, I've got to say, was the shittest on record. We need a do-over. That summer was just four yes. tries. But totally. personally, how was it? Uh, last year was shit. So far, I'm great. Absolutely Ooh. great. I got my mojo back. I'm writing again. Yep. Gotten back into... All my friends have come back from their overseas holiday. Yep. My um, routine is back. And so, yeah, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. What about you? Yeah. I know. Same thing. Are we? I don't know, but mind you, we're only six weeks in. <laughs> I mean, if we've peaked early, then we're screwed. Okay. Uh, Virginia says, bosses who are perfectly comfortable with 7.30pm meetings? Fuck that. What the fuck? So, you do your dough with the personal trainer. What? Um, do I wear full lycra to 7.30pm meetings and do my squats during a lull in proceedings? Virginia, I have no idea what is going on here. You were, Maybe you work from home and they're scheduling a meeting late, but then you go to the meeting. I don't know. But, yeah, 7.30 meetings, not yeah, allowed. No, not allowed. Negatory. Fresh member. Hello, Fran. Fran. Right. Go. Um, hi, Fran. Um, I'm a fresh member. Yay. Yay. Uh, I'm keen to know... Um, how I know if I'm menopausal, I'm 49 suffering from all over the shop periods, even though I have a Marina, mm-hmm. I pretty much cried my way through winter, which is highly unusual. I have the world's stiffest neck and back and appear to be heading back into a state of anxiety. Okay, all right. Ugh, Red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. Um, I don't have hot flushes though. Do people get blood tests to check their hormones? Will that tell me for sure? How do you know otherwise? Yep, go to your GP, get a full blood work done. So, Fran, yep, just what Woogsy said, but um, also irregular periods, really um, teary and and hormonal. Anxiousness. A rise in anxiety. Yeah, that's all. Stiff joints. Yep, Um, that all tells me. You don't necessarily need to get hot flushes. Lots and I just bow down before them. I don't know how their bodies don't hate them that much. Don't get hot flushes. So that's good. Um, but the thing with the blood tests is that I hear mixed responses to that because your hormones change all the time. Yep. And so sometimes some people say, oh, the blood test doesn't really tell you anything. But then others go, oh, yes, you're well and truly into. So uh, The other thing to remember, Fran, is that uh, it's so different for every single individual person. It's not like you're coming down with the chicken pox where you don't feel well and then you spew and then you get pox all over you. Like, yeah. it's it's so different from woman to woman. Yeah. So it's really and it's frustrating. Also, and it's also this really slow burn, you know. So you might just have a couple of things that then in hindsight you go, oh, my God, I've been having that for like a year or 18 months. But it's only once they start accumulating that you mm. go, uh-huh, perimenopausal. Mm. Um but I would definitely go and just see your GP as a starting point, um, particularly when we're talking about the stuff of you saying heading back into a state of anxiety. So that obviously means that you've been there before and a rise in anxiety can be a really big issue for women in their, when yep. they're heading into menopause and perimenopause. Yeah, it's a massive, massive... Because your hormones are just fluctuating so wildly. And your body's trying to trick your brain. Yeah, yeah, so really, and this is and this is something else, and I think someone else said this in the comments as well. If your GP dismisses you, you go to another GP. Like, 
do not let that GP make you think that you're an idiot or that you're overreacting or that you're being a hypochondriac or there's nothing wrong. You're complaining about something that's completely normal. That's, that is not okay. Once you are in our age range and you are feeling these things, they're very real and they, you do not need to be suffering them in some sort of martyrdom to women. Moving on. Helen, um, I just need a bit of love guys. I've had a very, I've been very up and down. I've had a very up and down time lately. What's wrong with your reading today? I don't know. Told my boss about something I was feeling about at work, um, self-harm, which scared me and sent me to the doctor. I've used up all my sick and annual leave and now have to have a doctor's appointment to see if I'm fit for work. I know the boss is doing the right thing and I am happy to go to the doctor, etc. I just need some reassurance. Oh, Helen, all our love to you. Uh, Helen, so many people are in the same boat. Yeah. And I think um, the boss, your boss actually is doing the yeah. right thing. They That's actually have, they actually have your well-being. Um, you know, they obviously, you're obviously quite valued at where you are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just, you know, take the time out just to look at And I know that, I know that if you've used up your sick leave and stuff and that's going to be, you know, financially this could be pushing you into some place, but you need to look after you first. It doesn't, you, you can't go back to work and then not actually be able to work. Like that's defeating yourself. So, um, yeah. So please Helen, look after yourself and please keep talking to those professionals that you need to talk to. Um, C, uh, CJM, uh, more than likely old news and something I've missed, but can we have a quick history lesson Oh, on how you guys met? Did you go to school together? Only known each other for 10 years? Uni? I'm putting my money on school friends. And what was the instant that cemented the friendship when you knew, when you each knew that you had met your crew? Has there ever been any stresses in the friendship where one or both of you have had to apologise deeply? My jam is relationships and what makes them work, repair, begin, falter. Just curious. University. I was terrified of her. The year was 1992 when <laughs> two bush, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed North Shore, North Shore private school girls. girls sprinted up the hill, stopped for a quick cheeseburger <laughs> at Lithgow and went to the same university where we had not previously met before. No. And then we were friends. We had common friends. That was how Woozy was in um, in residential dorms with them. Yes. And then I was in another one, but I was in the club in the, doing the same course as the others. So that's how we met terrified of her she seemed to have her life completely together <laughs> I was very like and just seemed really confident and I don't know just like she's just strong and just willful and I just was so scared and then um <laughs> and then we left uni and we sort of lost touch and then we both were at a blogging information conference day it was like a two-hour seminar like maybe thing. 15 years ago yeah so my yeah yeah easily about 2005 or something, yeah. maybe? Oh, I think before I just... Just before that. blogging took off. Yeah, it was, yeah. And then, and so then we just sort of were in touch, like through that sort of stage. And then the potty, and then we decided to do the potty together when we did, started no, with Woog and Berry. No, Is that it? we started to become friends with a group of people from Twitter. Yes. And we started the yes. Twitter lunch club. We had the Twitter lunch club. And then, um, then we had the emergency dumpling summit. For the family realignment, when Kim when the Wasband left, left, um, and then we realised we had more in common than not. 
Yeah. Basically, the ability to laugh at each other and yeah. with each other. We have never had a fight. No, never. We've never had crosswords. No. Uh, it's a very easy friendship and one that I value immensely. Yeah. We can always just turn to each other and go, feeling oh, <laughs> like shit. Yeah, and like. But then we can also just, you know, laugh and carry on like idiots. So that's how we know each other. Um, oh, well, Donna asks a very pertinent question. <coughs> how does it feel to be media superstars? <sighs> I wish we had a better clothing allowance. I wish we had like someone that would just go and get me Chico's right now. Mm. Uh, I haven't shaved my had my legs waxed this year. Mm. I don't have any scented candles or um, perfumes named after me. Oh yeah, we, don't have we a should wine. do a, a fragrance called the Hot Flush. We should. What should it smell of? Something... Pheromones and no, something sort of fresh and green. That almost not like a perfume, like a spritzer for when you're really hot. And you just it just spritzes you and makes like your skin feel fresh. Green tea and aloe yeah. and lemon. Cucumber and, and mint. And vodka. Vodka. <laughs> Product <gold. gasps> Maybe like a vodka cruiser, but as a body spray. That would be great. <laughs> Do you want to talk about your pillow? Vanessa wants to talk to you about your pillow. Talk oh your my pillow. god. Yeah, I, that, I that's the other thing. This week it was all about my, my pillow choice and my green dress. And yes, who said who was talking about the Vanessa. pillow? Vanessa. Vanessa. What if, what's she doing? Oh, finding the pillow. Yeah. Hello? Oh. Hi. I can't. I'm on the radio. What's up? <laughs> She's on the radio. Um, oh, you have to ring your dad. Bye. Oh. Um, oh, Vanessa, pimples on the back of your neck from sweating. Um, I know. Isn't being a woman great? Isn't being a perimenopausal, menopausal woman awesome? There's lots of good things about it. A friend of ours had, has like a fungal infection on her back from sweating. I know. And she's not the first one I've heard who has that. I know. Yeah. I there are great... Okay, what's the great thing for you about being at this age and being, you know, in this, in this stage of your life? Um, I really don't care as much... What people think of me. Yeah. I spent a lot of time in my 20s and 30s worrying about what other people thought of me. Yeah. When I was probably like 10 times hotter and more confident and more clever and witty and capable. (laughs) Um, And now that I am where I am, I'm not afraid to let people go. Yeah. Um, I'm not afraid to say no. Ooh. And I don't feel the need to be obliging in other people when it doesn't put my needs first. Ooh. Unless they're dear friends, you know what I mean. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, yes. like if a total stranger says, oh, you know, can you come over and blah, blah, blah. Of course I'll do that because I'm a kind person. But I'm trying to think of something. Yes. You know when... Anyway, I forgot what I was trying to say. Yeah. That cruiser went down well. I feel much more... Um... I feel sort of relatively competent and confident in my life. I'm less patient, but in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't have time for shit. Yeah. I'm waffle, waffle. People waffling and hovering and, and like, things that can be done in five seconds that people want to drag <laughs> out for 45 minutes. I know. Things that can be done in a phone call or an email. Yeah. People want to have a face-to-face. Oh, yeah, that's I hate that bullshit. sort of shit. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, that's fair though. Uh, oh, Nikki. So Nikki says, I'm new to this group and I haven't listened to the podcast. Nikki, Nikki is mum. She has a Felix and her Felix and my Felix played rugby together. Um, and she's just an awesome, awesome human. I'm very cranky. You haven't listened to the podcast. You have to listen to it on the bus going into work, Nikki. Um, empty nesting and rediscovering your identity. We have talked about this and don't forget guys on the Facebook page, you can search for stuff and it will bring up conversations that have talked about that sort of stuff in the Mm -hmm. past. Um, but Nikki, I think we might come back to that and we might, um, maybe we'll do something on the pod. Like maybe we'll push it to the top as, as its own conversation starter or something. Um, Oh, professional jealousy without feeling without feeling insecure. Yeah, dealing with professional jealousy without feeling insecure. I've got something to say about this. I've got a lot of friends who work in the media, specifically television, which is the breeding ground of yes. insecurities. If you ever feel bad, go and like watch people do television. I used to do a fair bit of television, and like it is, in my opinion, it's eye opening. It's horrific. Yeah. Absolutely. If you ever want to wonder why some of those, you know, of those media personalities just become these ogres of self-importance and ego, you all you need to do is actually go in and witness like being on set or or witness like the way they speak to each other, the way they. The rumours and, and, like, it's all true. If you haven't watched Morning Wars on Apple TV, it is as close to the truth it can get. Having said that, I have one friend who works on screen. She gets in, she does her job, and she gets out. And this, this, to this person whose name I'm not going to mention because she's asked me not to, professional jealousy, get in, do your job, job, and get out. Do not get involved in any of the politics behind no. it. Don't t- join sides. And if someone asks you, do you know, you know, just say, I really don't have time to even think about that because I've got to run. Yep. Just get in, get out, and do yep. your job. And the other thing is, this is one of the things I quite like about our age range as well, is we have our friends. Whereas you look at sort of young 20s and even 30s, because your work is your world, then your workmates become your friends. And, and... You spend too much time with each you other. You spend too much time together. And I love the people I work with. Like, I love them. We're such a great team and we have a great time. And then we all go our separate ways. <laughs> yeah. We all go home and lead rich and fulfilling lives outside of the workplace. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. Don't look for that. The, don't look for those things to make you feel good about yourself. No. From Just pe- know that from, you can do yeah. a decent job and you get in your best abilities. Don't get involved. Um, Claire start, has a really good... Um, question here she says i'm 47 and newly single i don't have hobbies where i mix with people i don't have kids just didn't happen i'm okay with that i work full times plus i work full time plus plus so evenings i'm tired i'm quiet when i first meet people outside of my work environment and i don't want to put people out so how do you meet new friends how can i find my tribe what can i do at weekends that will help me meet people well, we need to find out, Claire, where you live because hot flushes are now forming chapters. Chapters, And so if you're, I don't know, like wherever you are, there may well be a hot flush chapter who's getting together. Yep, and they're starting to get together and they're having fun and they're making connections. And look, you're all the same. You're not, you're, I know there's no like racist bigots, homophobes or anything out there because that's just not our jam. No. So I'm going to assume that you're one of us. 
Yeah. There's plenty of us out there. And I think um, you just, I know you say here, I don't have hobbies where I mix with people. So I don't know what your hobbies are, but there's other ways to mix with people. If you're doing a hobby that's quite solitary, there's other ways you can mix with people who do that same hobby. And even if it's initially joining... Do you have a hobby? Do you have a hobby? No. Unless Netflix is a hobby. Yeah. Is cooking a hobby? Is my cooking a hobby? That's a hobby. Is it? I guess. Yeah, of course it is. Thanks for bringing something over today, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I know. Do you know I haven't baked? Like, I haven't baked a sweet thing in two yes, weeks. It has been noticed. Yeah, I know. I was going to bring Hazmat a cake last weekend. For his birthday. Yeah. He did ask about that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Anyway, getting back anyway. to everything. Um, so, Claire, it's about also just thinking a bit differently, thinking outside the square of going, okay, well, I really love doing this, whatever it is, painting, um, uh, jogging, sport, a sport, I don't know. But ha- so how can I find, you know, avenues to make friends with that, with that, that? And also put your big fucking girl's pants on. Do you know what I mean? And put yourself out there. I don't mean to be nasty, but it's like... <laughs> wow, so, that escalated quickly, didn't so it, Claire? going to come and knock on your door, no. darling, and say, let's be friends. You've actually got to look at it like dating. It's like when I first moved into this area and everyone was like, don't be friends with <gasps> I her. I remember. Don't be friends with her because you'll end up on the blog. And I'm like, oh, Susan, you're not that fucking interesting. Um, and it took me a while, but I have found the most, and you know them all, they're the most brilliant group of women. So, Wooksy's, like, you know, tribe, like her local tribe, are just, they're just the best. Yeah. I mean, well, I've got different friends for different reasons. Yeah. Um, but I was lucky enough to fall, we're the odd bods. Yeah. We're not the norm, we're the odd bods yeah. in this, this game. But also, this thing, like, where, you know, you work full-time plus so evenings, I'm tired. Yeah, well, you know. Everyone's tired. Yeah. Like, I go to trivia on a Tuesday, and if I'm tired, I'll go, Ugh. I love as that. As soon as I get there, like, um, um, we're friends, we know all the other teams and whatever. <coughs> yeah, we didn't, I don't feel like we've answered that properly. No, I think, mm, I think well, we've given her some for yelling at you, too. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, she does actually, what can I do on weekends that will help me meet people? Um, maybe a, maybe a bushwalking group, if that's your thing, like... Yeah, or there's a, plenty like, of things to do. Yeah, or a, like a movie group or a book club or a, I don't know, something like that. Garden club, if you're into gardening. Just find out. Well, I mean, you obviously got interests. <clears throat> yes. Um. Okay, Deborah, don't, Deborah's just, Deborah's just shaming us for the fact we talk about all these ideas and then never deliver on any of them. <laughs> She's going, where's your YouTube channel? I know. I know. And we need to do that because Grover wants to do it and then us, well, well, yeah, me, paying. Yeah. Okay. So we do actually need to, to do that. We need to do that. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, oh, McKellar. McKellar had a bad week. <laughs> Tell us about it. She said, fuck me. If I'm not seeing you crazy bitches every day, I'm not fucking happy. Look at those goddamn faces. Also, the fucking humidity is killing me, and I'm in Adelaide. Oh. I said to McKe- I said to her, I said that is mean. You guys have enough shit to deal with without humidity. Did, did I tell you the story about my, the guy that I work with, um, who said that Adelaide was like a slice of dry toast, like that was what it was like, and that Brisbane was just Adelaide with better weather. <laughs> And you all know the story of me going to Adelaide with Rob and... Crying four times. Crying four times, yes. Yes. Um, In one day. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, seriously, you two are saving my goddamn oh. fucking life. Had some bone-dead loser. I'm going to use that from now on. I love this chick. <laughs> Had some bone-dead loser abuse me during the week for not giving him enough room to reverse his trailer into a driveway. Sitting on a busy road with your fucking reverse lights on is not an indication of where the fuck you want to reverse into. So good. That's so true. Can we get this girl to come right for us? Very, was very prepared for the window abuse. Had he come over at me, I was going to tell him I was going to stab him in the neck because you should never fuck with a perimenopausal woman. I bloody meant to, meant it too. Anyway, happy Valentine's Day, girls. Mackenzie, uh, Mackenzie, McKellar, you get the gold star this week. You get the jam. Gold star. Jam. Oh, fuck, I owe so many people so oh, much jam. Get, get, get the list is just growing. Cindy. Oh, ladies, is walking enough for health and well-being? Yes. Yes, just do it. Um, and Cindy, actually, uh, one of our listeners, Sarah, who is my dietitian, doesn't that sound just <laughs> professional? Um, and she also does tarot card reading. No, she doesn't. She's actually a proper dietitian. Uh, she was saying that there's like half an hour, uh, half an hour's walking reduces your risk of heart disease and your risk of diabetes and stuff by, by like, I don't know, 15% or something. Like, it's big. Yeah. So, walking yeah. is free. My only tip free. is um, like sometimes just jump in the car and, and go to another neighbourhood. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You get sick of keep the same hell. <laughs> yeah. We're going to wrap it up there. Thank you so much for joining us again. Thank you to all our new members. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we enjoy delivering um, all of our information. <laughs> I'm sorry I monopolized everything so much earlier on there. I'm sorry yelling at one of you. Yeah, but it seems like someone bears the brunt of it each week. I know, and I'm really sorry about that. But I am on do t- day two, to be honest. Yeah, that's fair. I'm on day two. I'd just like you all to know that we're currently sitting in a room that is air-conditioned to 20 degrees and sweat is still <laughs> just pouring off me. I'm going to go and put her in a colder room. Thanks for joining us. And as we like to say... Just keep plucking!